TARDIS. It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. Liz. Look at this. Go on, same. Most people do. on the outside. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, or as I would like to call it, SotoCast. The first, the best, and the only Doctor Who podcast that you just can't miss. My name is Dave, and I'll be the Time Lord with you this evening, and with me as always is... Andy! Who is the companion? Or the dead companion, I guess you could probably call him by now, because the Doctor doesn't have a companion anymore. Spoilers! Oh, wait. Uh, nope. <laughs> I don't know what you call con- uh, consider spoilers now, since we already saw the episode last week. So, um, well, you know, spoilers for people who didn't see last, e- last okay, episode. Okay, so those people that have not seen <laughs> the episode last week, why are they listening to this podcast right now? <laughs> they deserve to be spoiled, is what I say. Right, right. Um, so this episode is entitled uh, "Heaven Sent." And if you remember last week, I said the title of this episode could possibly be spoilery. And now why I said that is because last season we had some finales that had the word heaven in them as well. Right, and there's that pl- the nether sphere. Nether sphere. Nether sphere. So yeah, when, when, when you saw the title heaven sent, and I saw it uh, a couple days after you, you told me not to look, I, I saw it and I, yeah, we probably both were thinking another nether sphere. sphere that that maybe clara isn't actually gone maybe she's in the nether sphere even though like the nether sphere doesn't really exist or i don't know i think it still does in some sense i think it's like because it's time lord technology so it probably exists throughout time right. and space. So, so you're thinking nether sphere you're also saying that in your interview that you saw that you saw clara actually uh filming this episode um, no they didn't show they didn't show any filming the interview was being done, I think, during the filming of this episode, and it was Peter Capaldi and Jenna Coleman that were talking to Will Wheaton, so it sounded like they were both filming episode 11 at the time, All right? which they could have been. But even if so, we were thinking, okay, how could this possibly be at the, at the most, you know? And I was thinking, okay, this next one's called Heaven Sent. Uh, we saw, right. you know, another sphere, the, the quote-unquote heaven and Miss, Missy's God or whatever. So that was a possible explanation. But at the same time, I don't think they would want to go, like, that route because it would just kind of be, like, repeating history and it would be, like, the same thing over and over again. Right. But this one's very different, actually, than what I thought and probably what you thought, too. Before we go into the actual episode, uh, some announcements or singular announcement. Um, if you are familiar with TV check-in apps, uh, one of the more famous uh, apps was called Get Glue. Um, that was a while ago. Was, is, it, is, it st- is it still... Popular? Get Glue has been bought out by been bought out has been bought out by different companies that just don't seem to understand what made Get Glue popular in the first place. Uh, ah. But it's been bought out again by a company called Voice of TV, and they are trying. This is what they're trying to do. They are trying to completely 
go back to the classic get glue. They're trying to make get glue happen again. And they've done beta testers. I am a beta tester, so I've been checking it out a little bit myself. Um, yeah. It's, it's not called get glue anymore. It's called Telfy. Um, but you can check into TV. Right now, you can only check into certain shows. It was it was called TV Tag yep. for a while, wasn't that it? That didn't last for very long at all. And then they got oh, bought okay. something else that didn't last long either. But this one might actually be the one. They're, they Right now, you can check into a TV show and a movie just in general, but as they keep on building, I do believe that you're going to be able to check into certain episodes. There's also a list on the main screen. You can see that you can check into TV, movies. Eventually, you'll be able to check into music, reading, and all fun stuff like Get Glue used to do. They are also doing the same thing as Get Glue, and they are doing the stickers as well. So, really? It's called Telfy, but... It's clearly in... How's that spelled? T-E-L-F-I-E dot com. Okay. Um, you have to go on their Facebook if you want a beta, beta test key, and they'll give you one, and then you can check it out yourself. But it should be available sometime later this year. At least that's what I read. It might be a little bit more into next year. I'm not sure. But hmm. it's looking cool. Um, I prefer that. More so than the Facebook check-in app, because I think that's just it's just basic, you know? It's just, it is what it is. But I liked Get Glue. I miss it. I'm glad that they're kind of bringing it back, so. Okay. In the future, we'll be able to check into Doctor Who episodes and get some Doctor Who stickers. So, on with the episode entitled Heaven Sent. So, this episode starts off with the Doctor talking to, about some thing that is always after you or something like that um it, you can't outrun it you can delay or something like that it's just always uh, you can't escape it no matter what yeah i didn't i didn't catch the very beginning of what he was talking about i wasn't i think what he was talking I, I about is is the cloaked figure <laughs> that just kept on going after him i think that's what he was talking about but he just kept referring to it as an it um, okay. But I think it's probably the confession that he's talking about as well. This beginning when he's talking about it, it reminded me of uh, a movie that was actually just came out this year. It's a horror film called It Follows. Same principle. It comes after you very slowly. Uh, you can't escape it. <laughs> and stuff like that. It, it was like the same exact principle. Um, so I thought that's what the episode would be about. But... It turned out to be something completely different. In fact, this entire episode is basically just Peter Capaldi. That's it. Yeah, sort of, pretty uh, much. Yeah. And and really, you could probably edit this episode down significantly. Most likely. <laughs> Thinking about it. Yeah. Though I, I So ulti- ultimately it is a bit of it's filler. A, it, yeah, it's a one-man mission, basically. And I made a few predictions as the show just begins and at the very beginning i saw i saw some of the stuff that was that was in that room where he first arrives yeah. and I, immediately i'm thinking okay this is either being created by some time lord or this is on gallifrey that was my immediate thoughts really? cuz my yeah. immediate thoughts was this is a loop <laughs> really yeah as soon as the episode started um and then that that bloody hand um, pushes the button. See, and then yeah, yeah. I was, up. I was, I was seeing that, but I wasn't entirely sure what I was looking at there. But that, that's an interesting. That, I am, that you caught onto that. And then, as the more moved on, that theory in my head continued. 
to escalate, escalate, escalate. I'm like, this is definitely a loop. Um, especially yeah. when he got the suit on and then replaced it with another one. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's when I knew for certain it was a loop. But I think they still tried to uh, fake you out for the rest of the episode. And then also, like, when he digs up the thing and, and it has, like, the text written on it and stuff. Yeah. What about what about the skulls? Did you get did you uh, catch what that would be? Yeah, I did because yeah. there was a movie uh, that I even showed you before. It's called Triangle. It was about the Bermuda Triangle. Had this oh, right, girl right. on the ship, and then you see a bunch of dead versions of herself on the ship because it just keeps she keeps on doing the same thing over and over again. The actual time frame of the movie kept going. It didn't. It's not a loop as far as time's concerned. It's not Groundhog Day. Time continues. Mm-hmm. It's just the events. Which is, which is what happens in this one. Yeah, time continues. The events just start uh, going over and over again. History yeah. repeats itself is what basically right. what this episode's all about. And you can kind of tell as, when it goes on. Because this is kind of like that Triangle movie in a way. Um, but as it goes on, obviously he starts off telling you that there's some things you can't escape. And then somebody pulls, some hand pulls a lever. We find out later that is the doctor. And that hand just kind of melts into the sand. See, when I, when I saw the guy at first, like, all burn up, and then, and then he presses the lever, and then the doctor shows up in the tube, I thought, is this, like, some kind of weird regeneration thing that we're not, <laughs> that we don't know yet, or... You know that that's what that's what I was wondering when 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 I saw that I thought that was the doctor at first, but then eventually I kind of just gave up on that idea. I, th- I just figured it was somebody else down there. Now apparently, this this has to be where he was sent by a shielder. Right at the end of the episode when he was transported, he was transported here. Of course, the question, did uh, what came first, the chicken or the egg, is kind of presented here because we don't know the first time he was actually sent there. Um, well, if, if you remember, at the end of the last episode, she asks for the doctor's confession dial. Yes. And then she sends him away. Yep. So she sends him right there. <laughs> she sends him into the confession dial. And that's what this is. Right, and I actually, as when they... The first time he made the confession to the... Uh, cloak figure as well, I thought he's not so much in the confession dial, but it's definitely about the... Creating con- it, yeah. It's about yeah. the confession that he's creating it, right. Yeah. Um, not that he's physically in it, but then it it did dawn on me later that he was in it because... Um, I didn't catch that exactly, but I did recognize that the pattern of the castle that he was in looked a bit like... like a clock? Gal- <laughs> no, no, well, that, it looked a bit like a clock, but it also looked a bit like, like Gallifreyan tech. Gallifreyan text. I guess yeah, I you know, like the one. like the circles and stuff that they that they draw in. That was kind of the same pattern that the that the castle was made in. Okay, well, I didn't notice that, but I did notice that the place that he was in, which he was asked the first question, where are what is this place, right? And this didn't look like a planet. It didn't look like anything. It looked like a dream state, or he's on crack or something. There is something. <laughs> there is something weird about this place. Like it's a prison. It's um. Yeah. It's a prison of some sort, so if you just keep on thinking about that in that way, it's not hard to understand that this is the confession dial. Um, right. Because it's a... 
It's not like a real world location. No. It's sort of like another dimension. Yeah. So anyways, he arrives at this place and he yells to somebody that if this is did had any part in killing Claire or something, he'll find them and destroy them or whatever it was. I, I don't really know who he's talking to about, but I don't think he knows where he is either. No, when he shows up, he doesn't know where he is. He thinks that whoever sent him there is is they had something to do with why you know with what happened to clara so he so he's you know gonna get them he's gonna get them (laughs) and of course this episode's written by a stephen moffat probably the next episode as well Um, i'm sure because that would just that would just strangely enough at the end of this episode does not have a to be continued it doesn't which is weird do you know what the next episode's called though no i don't this one's called heaven sent the next one's called hell bent Ah. So it works together as titles go. Of course, a lot of the finales and stuff like that are exactly like that, even if it's not a two-parter. Um, True. But it, according to like IMDb and other TV show sites, that this is a at least a two-parter from the last one, or mm-hmm. I guess it's a three-parter. I don't know. It, it is. A, it's got to be. A th- I mean, it's, it's a three-parter, be. and then who knows if it'll it, connect it to. Further. <laughs> it doesn't say to be continued, uh, but you can clearly see that it's going to be continued. <laughs> um, right. Anyways, so we're, he's in he's in this castle that kind of moves. We're by jumping itself. all over the place in this yeah, podcast. I know. <laughs> Not your typical way of doing things, but um, but they should have all seen the episode. Yeah, so that's what we're talking. So he's in this castle. It's kind of like a puzzle, right? So it, it moves around by itself, and he's not entirely sure where he is. Whenever he makes a confession, it changes shape. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there's these TV screens that are littered throughout the uh, the castle that see through the eyes of the quote unquote the killer, the the cloaked figure that's after oh, him. What's it called? It has a name. It's called the veil. The veil. Yeah. So there's like a veil in front of your eyes as far as secrets go? You know, when I first saw it, I was like, it's an assassin. You know, he's in a castle. This guy's got this white cloak. You know what I thought of when I first saw it? The freaking monster in the village. Yeah, okay. Like the shape of it, and it's it's walking really slowly. It's got those long hands and the fingers, and it's hunched Mm -hmm. over, and it, it just reminded me of one of those creatures. (laughs) Um, and while while he's walking through the castle, he sees a shovel with dirt on it. Obviously, you find out more about that later on. And of course, uh, he sees the creature for the first time who quickly makes it his way towards the doctor and the doctor makes a confession to the thing. He's, what do you say? He just, I don't want to die. Is that what he said? He says, I'm scared of dying. He said, honestly, I'm scared of dying. He didn't know it right or then. afraid, yeah. Afraid of dying. He didn't know it right then, but he was making a confession. So the creature lets him live one more day or, or whatever, you know, two billion years or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> How old is the doctor by the end of this episode? Uh, uh, well, uh, see, that's the thing. That's that's part of the discussion here. On uh, on t- the TARDIS Wikia, it says even though he's, he spends... Even though the time from the beginning he gets there to the end that he gets there is two billion years, um, he still returns back to his earlier age at the beginning of each time. Right. So he most likely he doesn't really age at all. 
That would be hard to keep up as far as later on in the season. So they just they would just keep on saying he's just two billion years old. That's it. It'd take a really long time to get to three billion. <laughs> so there's gonna. Get- I don't. I don't think they're gonna count it as. I don't. I don't think they're gonna count this time at all. I think it's still gonna be two thousand two hundred or whatever it is now. Right. So the creature lets him go, and he goes into a bedroom that has a picture of Clara on the uh, the the wall there. He not- and what is it? he notices the picture looks really very old. Very old, so he figures out that uh, he he first he I think he guesses that the creature has been after him for a very long time, but it's more along the lines of he's been there for a very long time. Period. Right. Um. Obviously, I didn't think it was obvious. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think it was. I didn't think about it that time uh, as far as how long he's been there, but I was thinking loop. Yeah. Um. In order to escape from the creature the second time, he doesn't make a confession. He just says, you want to kill me? Never mind, I'm going to kill myself. He jumps out a window. Um, <laughs> and every single time that he's about to die, he inhibits. He goes into his mind palace. I know, I, saw, I thought the same thing. He, <laughs> he goes into his mind palace, which is clearly what he does. <laughs> Stephen Moffat clearly uh, uh, borrowing from his other work. He goes into his mind palace to try to figure out how to survive. His mind palace is the TARDIS, of course. Yeah, it is his TARDIS, obviously. He's just going around flipping switches and acting like an idiot. But he's there to figure out how to survive, but I don't think he does anything. He just lands in water. But in the actual mind palace, he sees a the back of Clara, who's supposedly writing on a chalkboard. You hear the writing, but you don't actually see it. She asks, yeah. like, three things. She asks, what is this place? One of them's, how are you going to win? Yeah, how are you going to win? I forget what the second one was. Um, or what did you say? Or something like that, right? This- what did you say What did you say to make the creature stop, I think? That's what it was. Yep, and uh, obviously it doesn't take him too long to figure out what all that means. Uh, but he does land in water, which uh, apparently makes him really dizzy or tired because he's back in his mind palace. <laughs> um, uh, so he doesn't let it... This is the first time you see all the skulls, right? There's like just billions of skulls. Yep. Um, so he, he swims out of the water and goes back into the castle where now his suit is just wet he decides to change his clothes because there's a clean variation of the doctor's suit hanging up to dry already. So he changes into... It's not exactly the same suit, though. Yes, it is. It's It's got a slight difference, doesn't it? Nope, it's the same one. Like the, the, I thought the buttons, like, on his... On, on his uh, like, the buttons on his suit were, like, different colors or something. No, well, they're wet, so I, they might have been darker or something. But, know. yeah, it was the same suit because it's a loop, you know? He he puts one on and he puts one to dry. He puts one on, he puts one to dry. It's always the same suit. So which came first? <laughs> <sighs> the chicken, I guess. <laughs> no, uh. But he, yeah, he puts on this thing, he hangs up the next it's one. It's that same problem from the other episode, right? I, yeah, the, the, I, the thing about Beethoven? Yeah, I I swear. Um, once he does that, he should know it's a loop. 
he should know. I think he's starting to figure it out. Um, but I was also thinking about trying to escape death in general, but you can't, and I just kept on thinking he's about to face the raven. Um, <laughs> but obviously that's not what it is. Now, there's this one room that had this octagon of sand, and he rubs his hand in it for a second. That's the one I couldn't... I don't remember. Uh, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think I ever figured that out. What was that about? I don't remember, because the sand later on makes sense, and the sand that he digs in makes sense. That one I'm not entirely sure on. Yeah. Maybe it's the... Just like a time sand time thing where the sand pours out and it starts over. I don't know. Oh, okay, it could be representative of like a, a of a uh, hourglass. Hourglass, yes. Because uh, obviously something else is in that room, which is like those gears that switch around, which also represents time. You know, um, right. or it could be and the doctor, or it could be this, <laughs> <laughs> or it could also be the sands of Gallifrey. I don't know. Okay, that could be true too. Because um, one thing I thought was interesting. When he was digging in that grave thing, uh, suddenly it, it went from being like nighttime to being daytime, right? Yeah. And when it became daytime, it was real orange in the sky. I think that was a clue because uh, Gallifrey has an orange sky. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he actually goes immediately down to dig what looks like a grave, and he blocks out the creature that's on the other side of the wall trying to get to him. Um, and basically on the bottom of this grave is a message that says, I am in 12. Obviously there's a bunch of rooms because it's kind of like a prison, and one of those rooms say 12. Um, but I I guess it makes sense by the time the episode ends. But what were you yeah. thinking when they say, I am in 12? Who do you think's in 12? Well, when I saw the word, the number 12, I was thinking the 12th Doctor. Oh, uh, yeah. That's not. I was not thinking that. it was some kind. Of, I was thinking it, it was like representing him, not a room. Not until he said that. So I was thinking. <laughs> I, I was thinking sure. of room, and I was, I was thinking, what is it supposed to be? Clara? Is it supposed to be a version of the Doctor? Is it Missy? Um, is it, who is it? You know, or is it? Is it? Yeah. Is it the uh, cloaked figure, the veil, or whatever? But again, he's sent back into his mind palace to figure out how to survive because the creature comes back out at him again. And that's when he actually learns he has to make a confession. And the first confession that he makes here is about the um, the hybrid. Yeah. Okay, so you've actually mentioned the hybrid before. I thought we knew who the hybrid was. I've mentioned the hybrid? From the classic series, I, I thought you said the hybrid was mentioned before. I don't, I don't recall ever saying anything about that. I know in um in this series there was a hybrid human Dalek. But they don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, the doctor says nothing can be half Dalek even though there was there was a Dalek human. Remember when uh when the Daleks were exper- experimenting on people and and one of them decided to basically uh, put a Dalek inside of a human and kind of like merge them together. And put a human inside of a Dalek, like Clara. <laughs> right. No. Okay. So, 
Uh, I, I was thinking the hybrid was, I thought we mentioned that before, because when he said it, I thought nothing of it. I thought we knew who that was, or it was a classic villain or something like that. But basically he's saying there is a um, hybrid, I know who it is, I know where they are. Um, yeah, no, that didn't sound familiar to me at all. Hmm. Uh, Other than that one, you know, human dog is what I was thinking of. <laughs> uh, all right. So I guess it was new after all. And so when he says it, the creature lets him go once more. So he goes. Um, and this time he learns that he can get past the uh, both sides of the castle and save some, his life like 80 minutes or so while he looks for the room number 12. But the problem with that is these rooms keep on spinning every time he makes a confession. So when he actually... Oh, wait, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. He, the hybrid. Okay. In the... F- First, uh, no, not the first episode, the second episode of the season, The Witch is Familiar. Um, in the infirmary, Davros asks the doctor, true reason for leaving, leaving Gallifrey was because of a prophecy concerning the creation of a Dalek Time Lord hybrid mm. and that he may be the catalyst for. Well, the doctor might be the catalyst for? Or, that he or may Davros. Be the cal- I'm not sure. It doesn't exactly word it weirdly. So, I mean, that. so I guess that was mentioned in the second episode of the season. I, I didn't remember that. Uh, that's probably what I was thinking then. Uh, yeah. I, I guess probably when I was watching that, I was thinking classic series too. <laughs> so, I, uh, I don't know. Anyways. The well, Davros was from the classic series. Yeah. Anyways, Doctor, he's, uh, he's looking for room number 12 because he wants to know what's behind it. Um, the problem with that is the rooms keep on spinning and spinning and spinning, so it's really difficult to find. And once he actually finds it, the room itself is locked, uh, there's like a, uh, brick wall, so he can't get to it yet. yet. Which means he has to confess. He has to confess again. He, he runs into the room in the beginning. Now this is when you see that that skull that has the things connected to the brain... He sees yeah. the word written out bird on the sand. Um, I still don't understand the bird thing. <laughs> I think it was supposed to trigger something. It did trigger something. I still don't understand what it triggered. Well, though. it opened the door, right? Right. But when when he says the word bird, it opens the door, but then doesn't he like he tells the he tells the veil like a story. He does, but it, it keeps going he? back and forth and I got confused. I didn't really understand it. Yeah. Probably have to go back and listen really close to what he's saying. But I think it's yeah. just more like a... Uh, well, it's kind of hard to follow the story the way they were editing that. I think <laughs> for the most part the story he was telling was like a wives' tale. It was just like a... It was just a tale. It was a story. Yeah. So it yeah. wasn't like something from the past. Or he said, that. didn't he say like the Brothers Grimm or something? It might be the Brothers Grimm. I don't know. Or the Raisin, Raven. The face of Raven from Edgar Allan Poe. I don't know. Um, no, that wasn't it. <laughs> no? Alright, anyways, in that room with uh, that the episode started on, it there's a doorway that has stairs. He goes up, and he's on the tippity-top of a castle. the castle. He looks up, he sees the stars, and he realizes there's something funky going on in the stars. It's like 7,000 years have passed without his knowledge. He says he knows he didn't time travel because he would have felt it. He would have felt time travel, so he's not entirely sure what's going on. So, the creature comes up to him and attacks him. Well, he has to make a confession. What was the confession this time? Oh, the confession was just the second part of that, um, the hybrid thing, saying 
I think the first one he said the hybrid's real. This one he said, I know where he is and who he is and blah 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 blah. Right. Which lets him live again. And he goes back to twelve and he's able to actually go through the doors. And what's at the end is this uh stuff made out of like four hundred times harder than diamond. Four hundred? I thought it was just four times. <laughs> I, I thought it was 400 times harder than Diamond. Could be. Could be. Um, it's definitely... But it was very, very hard it's, stuff. It's definitely very hard. <laughs> so you, it, it, you can't get through it uh, on one go-around, basically. Um, and he... But he still feels like feels the need to punch it to get his way through. Yeah. This is where he can either make another confession or basically uh, agree to die. Um... That's when the ghost of Clara says, "Don't give up this time. Just don't don't give it what it wants. You need to fight it." And he takes that literally. <laughs> <laughs> he starts punching the four hundred times harder than diamond concrete wall. I wouldn't say concrete. It looks more like ice. It looks more like diamond. ice. Yes. Yeah. And obviously, it looks like it hurts. You know, <laughs> I feel like he's breaking his <laughs> hand every time he does it. Probably. Uh, but the creature comes in and attacks him, burns his face. Like, he starts to look like Two-Face from Batman. Yeah. Because his hands burned, the side of his face burned. He should be dead, but the thing about being a Time Lord is you don't die that easily. It might take you a couple of days to actually finally die. So he takes whatever's life's left in him and he crawls up the stairs... Um, to that room that started in the beginning and he pulls that lever in the beginning and then everything starts over again because it is a loop. Um, but he doesn't remember the loop, right? The only thing is that time itself isn't reversing. It keeps on going. So every time he goes back to that room to punch it, he gets a little bit further in. Um, yeah. And he gets he, he's able to continue telling the story to the creature every time that he does the loop. Um, so it, And so every time he gets a little bit further in the story, basically. Yeah, so he gets a little bit Well, further. maybe not every time. <laughs> yeah, he gets a little bit further in, a little bit further in, so he gets a couple seconds more to tell the creature the story. I wouldn't say that because it, it takes him two billion years. It takes him <laughs> two... If his, yeah. if his story is a minute long, then, uh, let's see, that would be... Point zero 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 three seconds each time. Nice. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he got too. But we we got to skip between some of the choices. I think it was like six hundred thousand years later. Twelve. Uh, I think we skipped we skipped to like uh, twelve thousand first, and then yeah, it was like three hundred thousand, and then it's, a billion. It's like two billion. It's like seven million, like twenty million. Uh, 100 million or something and then it was like yeah there, almost, was, there was a bunch of almost them. a billion uh plenty f- uh more than a billion years two billion more than two billion or whatever and then he finally got through the entire casing i wonder if one of these times he goes into the room and he sees <laughs> that there's like this door that he's creating by punching it and then he makes makes him think even more maybe i should keep punching it you know um he probably he probably sees like a little little tiny dent the first time he's in there you know 
Or I guess it wouldn't be the first time, but right, one of the first times. But yeah, he's doing this. He 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 has done it for he's done it for two billion years. But you gotta think too. It's also just his first time. Yeah, it's, every it's time. his first time every time. But you also gotta think that he's not doing it two billion times. He's doing it two billion years. So how many times is that every day? <laughs> because he's obviously like dying and re- well every day. See, here's the thing: when it's not, I don't think it's every day because when when he's you know he's talking he's talking about this castle and and he's you know uh, experimenting, going back and forth throughout the castle, and he's like, "Am I gonna have to stay here forever?" It sounds like before he ever even gets to the inside of room twelve, he's been there quite a while. Hmm. Like I almost thought he was—he's been there for hundreds of years before he even found room twelve. But I could be wrong about I, that. Yeah, the way I saw it was he dies. He lives and dies every single day, and he's been there for two billion years. I can see it being one long, long day, maybe. See, I—I I always saw when I watched Groundhog Day that one of the plans that they had, I think, was that he lives for a hundred thousand years. Not a hundred. I don't think it was a hundred thousand. I think it was just like maybe ten thousand. It was something a big number. But now yeah. you're watching this, and it's like two billion. You're like, well, screw that idea. Doctor Who doesn't does it tenfold. So, <laughs> um, so he repeats the day over and over again. He keeps dying over and over again until he finally punches through the glass casing, and when he walks out, he's in Gallifrey. And he, it looks like he's walking out through a portal. He walks through a portal, and then the uh, his will and testament um, thing actually is created, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, because if it was created at that point in time, then how did he know about it in the beginning of the season? Because uh, it was created then and then sent back to him at an earlier point in his life, probably. Probably, because Missy had it, right? So, yeah. so at some point, Missy has to get it and then go in the past or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like Back to the Future with that magazine. Well, he could just send it back to Missy before the beginning of this season, and that would be it. Right. Um, so he sees a young boy, like a little Luke Skywalker, I was walking through Tatooine. And he uh, he tells him to go run to city, and tell them that he is back and he took the long way around, and yeah, uh, what did he say? He said, uh, now he's talking about the hybrid. He said the one thing that you guys didn't get out of me is that the hi- hybrids, you know, uh, were half Time Lord, half Dalek. But there's no such thing as half Dalek. They wouldn't allow it, so they basically had a idea of somebody who would rule Gallifrey and is destined to tear it down or whatever. And then he said, and he said in CSI style by putting on his sunglasses. <laughs> he, he said me or whatever. So he is the hybrid, apparently, whatever the heck that means. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Uh, did you see the 1996 Doctor Who movie? Yes, I did. Okay, in that movie, 
they they say that the doctor is a, a hybrid time lord and human. You remember that? Vaguely. So could that be what he's talking about? Because that has never once been mentioned again, and it's almost like they took that they like retconned that because it seems like they didn't want anything to do with that after that TV movie. Right. So I don't know if it's actually canon that he's half human, like like that like that movie said he was. Hmm. I don't know because um, I don't know if they're ever going to go back to that movie because it's not really canon and. And I, well, it is, I, I, I think it is technically. I think mostly most of the movie is canon, but that part of it might not be. And I figured that the whole hybrid thing had something more to do with a uh, joining the Daleks or uh, something. Which to me would sound like Missy if it, if <laughs> my idea of Missy came true that that she was like ruling over the Daleks, you know? Yeah. But it seemed to be that that would make sense to me for being a hybrid, but that's not the doctor. Yeah, it seemed more like a, like really a contractual thing. Like if you're a hybrid, that means you're in cahoots with the Daleks and and stuff like that. Because obviously, when they're talking about the hybrid, they're talking about the misconception that it's a half time lord, half Dalek, which means that they're in cahoots. But I get, I mean. He's evil. But no. Um, <laughs> what was it? The, the Time War, and then you see angry uh, Peter Capaldi attacking Gallifrey as well, right? Um, in the movie. I keep thinking... Wait. I, I keep thinking back to that. And, uh, and the t- Oh, you're, t- you're talking about... Oh, you're talking about the Day of the Doctor now? Yeah, the first time you see his eyes. Um, right, uh... But he's not attacking Gallifrey, though he's he's saving Gallifrey. Yeah, never mind that. He just has angry eyes because that's him. <laughs> that's just what he looks like. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but I guess so. I I, keep, I just keep thinking back to that, like it's about to still happen or something. Um, and there's a likelihood it's probably not going to keep happening. I just want to know specifically what it means for him to be a hybrid. Well, I'm sure we'll get that next episode. Yeah, the the next one, Hellbent, which is the finale of the season. Um, And once again, after we talk about the finale next week, we'll have three special episodes uh, talking about our favorite shows of all time, talking about the best new fall TV shows that have come out this year, as well as talk about shows that we don't touch, even though everybody else uh, in the world apparently loves. We just either avoid because we never had care for them, or we actually can talk about shows that we used to watch all the time, but for whatever reason, just stopped watching. That's a very short list for me. It (laughs) It can be a lot longer if you really think about it. Yeah, I I'm gonna, like, I, I might like, I might need some help with that third with that third week there. I, I, uh, I feel like if you if we do the podcast and I start t- listing off shows, you're like, okay, yeah, all right, I can see that, yeah, all right, uh, because you, you think about it, there's these very loved shows that have been on for years that you never watched, anyways. Um, so 
and then we can. I, may, can I may, need, I may, may need some help uh, with, a, with like a, a big list of, of 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 just all shows or something. <laughs> all shows of all time. <laughs> and then I can look through them. Why don't you go on IMDb and search all shows? <laughs> Actually, no. What you can do is you could probably go on IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes or something and search for the top-rated shows, and go through the list and pick out ones that you never watch. Basically, um, that might be a good idea. So, because I can't just tell you my list because then... No, I don't want to hear your yeah. list, no. So there's that. So you can look forward to that in the coming weeks as well. Uh, and then the Christmas special? And then the Christmas special is obviously the Christmas special. You know all about that. Either we're going to record on Christmas or not. We might be recording after, depending on plans and such. Yes. Um, and besides, what what day is Christmas on anyways? The 25th. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, day of the week, Friday. Uh, Friday, yeah. Okay, so we can still record on Saturday because it's still the Soto Sunday feature. Right. So there's that. Okay. Good to know. And then there's also the Sherlock special, which is going to also be on a Friday. So we could record for that on su- Saturday after that as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Soto Sunday still. Um, do you have any more things to add about this specific episode? Any theories or anything like that? Um, I, well, I have a theory, but it's, uh, slightly potentially spoilery, so I don't want to say it. Uh. I'll, I'll, I'll mention it, <laughs> I'll mention it, uh, after... See, I, I don't want to say either. I don't want to say, but if it comes true, I'll mention it. If I know it's not going to come true, I'll mention it. So when when that happens, I'll say. But for now, I can't quite say. All right, one of Andy's famous spoilers. Um, <laughs> whatever. Uh, pretty good episode, though. Um, I still don't know what's going on with companions. Um, so. See what's going on there. I wonder if uh, a version of Clara will show up in the last episode too. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to say probably not. Probably not. That's what I'm going to say. All right. So we don't know. But who knows? But who knows? So that that explained why she possibly was there filming for the eleventh episode, anyways, because she was a ghost or whatever. Um, yeah. Or a figment of his imagination, rather. Then again, I could have been wrong about that too because I thought they th- they were filming in America. Based on the context of the interview, it seemed like they were in America, and they were. I thought they said something about America in the interview, so I I, I figured they were talking about filming there. But maybe maybe I was wrong about that as well. So I could have been could have been wrong about many things about the interview. <laughs> but of course, all right. Um, but yeah. Other than that, that was the episode. Um, we will see you next week with Hellbent. Um, you can you can listen to our podcast on Stitcher, Podomatic, WordPress, iTunes. Look us up on Google. Make sure you say podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because if you say smaller on the outside, it might be hard to find. Actually, what, search, what I search search for the extraordinary project. What? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I actually find that more than you can small on the outside for some reason. 
Seriously? <laughs> because, I don't know, the Extraordinary Project is unique, I think. Um, problem is, what I normally tell people, get a podcast player on whatever you have. A computer, on your phone, on, you know, whatever that can actually play podcasts. Um, and then search for us, you will find us in a split second. So, because we're available pretty much on every podcast player, so. Mm. Um, no word on Google Podcasts yet, though. So. I'll let you know when that comes up. Make sure you give us a comment. We love hearing from you guys. Comment. Comment, that's right. <laughs> like us and... Uh, I, gave, I gave you a comment. Thanks. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. My name is Dave. I was the Time Lord with you this evening, and with me as always was... Andy. Who was the companion. Catch you guys next week. Peace out. Peace out.